Uh, so hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. We're here with uh, the Gun Show today. Uh, we're gonna ask them some Woo-hoo! questions. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna start. Uh, how did you get your name? It's actually my uh, the my last name. Oh, are you serious? Z. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. First, it's the first four letters of my last name are G U N Z. I don't tell people the rest of it, but that's why oh. that's where guns came from. And I always was like, if I'm ever gonna have a show. Um, I would call it the gun show. Okay. Yeah. And so I have like merchandise that says the gun show and obviously all my Twitter and Instagram and all my handles are the gun show as well, because I figure if you don't like, if you have the name guns, you got to go with the gun show. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, it's such a badass name. You know I what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you can't like, waste that opportunity. <laughs> yeah, that's such exactly. a great name. Yeah. Honestly, so yeah. yeah, so that's where it came from. It's funny though, because sometimes people will meet me and they'll be like, "Your guns?" Thinking like, if they just listen to me and don't like see me uh-huh. or like look at my photos or whatnot, they'll be like, they expect me to be some like jacked, like all tattooed, like you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. huge weightlifter guy with the name Guns. But yeah, no, it's actually my last name. So. That's so that's cool. Awesome. I didn't know that. That's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So that's cool. Yep. So we know, obviously, you interview like tons of bands. I've personally watched them all, um, not to flex <laughs> or anything. Um, what is the band that made you kind of just when you heard that you were going to interview them? Like, what surprised you the most? Uh, I mean, I get I get really excited for all a lot of my interviews. Still, I of get course. excited to interview my friends because I know the interviews are going to be awesome. So, like, anytime all time lows on, like, I always have a blast with them. So I get excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like the early, not early, but it, it was funny because like, you know, I've had like 21, pi- I had 21 pilots on like before their first like full length even came on, but yeah. they were not, they weren't anything like, they weren't even big at the time, not even close to being big. They were playing like tw- in front of 20 people. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so like I, you know, I, I get pumped when I, when I speak with, I usually get Josh on the show. So I, I get excited to speak with him. But like when I first interviewed them, I, I didn't even think anything of it. Cause I was like, yeah. Oh, they're just, they're just good musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, fallout, fallout boy was, is always fun or was always fun in the beginning, especially cause they kind of hit it off. Like with that second album, mm-hmm. um, that, that was the one that really blew them up with sugar. We're going down and everything. Oh yeah. So, and that came so quickly, even though they had been touring for a couple of years, when that album came out, they, it skyrocketed them into like fame. Yeah. And uh, when they came on, like around that era, that was always like, I was probably not really nervous, but just like, don't screw this up type moment, yeah. you know, because yeah, yeah, it's the real deal. But like more cop is because I was always such a huge Blink-182 fan. That was probably like one of my biggest, like ones that mattered to me personally. To okay. Yeah. Back yeah. In the I understand day. that. Yeah. Um, awesome. So you kind of hinted at it, but like what bands do you look forward to talking to, like sitting down and being able to just catch up? I think anybody with a, I, I love talking to my friends and luckily course, like yeah. I've been doing this for long enough or touring or going to, you know, so many shows throughout my life that, you yeah. know, I've become friends or like acquaintances with a lot of the bands out there. So I love being able to catch up with them um, and via the gun show. Like the fact is we can do it over the phone. We can do it over zoom, et cetera. So they don't have to physically be in New York city. In the beginning they had to be in New York city. Mm-hmm. So uh, because technology just wasn't as good or like it was just kind of harder. Yeah. So um, I love talking to like my friends and bands and stuff. Um, but I also like anyone who has a unique story or like the artists out there that like if I hear their music mm-hmm. and I'm just like, damn, who is this? I look forward to speaking with them. Like there's this band called Valley yeah, from Canada and they just did the band Camino tour. And it was funny because 
seeing them live, I was told, all right, make sure you get there early and check them out. So I was just there live with the band Camino guys, and they're like, yo, we're going to go watch Valley. I go, okay, cool. And as soon as I heard them, I was like, wow, this is awesome, like mm-hmm. seeing them live. And that doesn't really happen. I've seen so many bands out there and artists that, and like so many come and go, et cetera. So like for a band to stick out, like I was like, damn. And then I went up to the lead singer afterwards because we were up on like the balcony and stuff in New York City and um, at Webster Hall. And he, uh, I was like, hey, man, like um, – I am. Uh, I do a radio show here in New York City. I was like, would love to have you on, man. Like, you know, first time hearing you guys, it was awesome. And he goes, "Are you? You're Guns, right?" And I go, "Yeah." Wow. Dude, he goes, "I used to come home from high school and listen to your shows." Damn. He goes, "I would stay up late and listen to like your old interviews with the Main when you would have them on and all this stuff from like six, seven years ago." Uh-huh. And now yeah. he's the lead singer of the band and on stage. And oh he was like, God. "Dude, it's so." And he's from like Toronto or something up in Canada. He's like, it's so great to meet you, man. He's like, I literally would stay up late. My parents would like yell at me and I'd like sneak and just like listen on my headphones to your live show. That so is- like that is like totally full circle because they're such a really good band. And I, I, I you know, I was just introducing myself to him. He's like, dude, you're fucking good. So I was like, yeah, dude, hell yeah. <laughs> dude. So, so like oh stories God. like stories like that, like that come full circle. I get really excited. I get really excited about bands that are, you know, up and coming that really want to to do it and like you know had that passion and stuff because that's what it's all about so okay. yeah right. okay so speaking of bands you've interviewed uh what has been your favorite band that you've spoken to like you look back at that interview sometimes and you're just like oh man that was that was a good one uh i mean there's i've done so many interviews uh, <laughs> i know i know i had a like cobra starship was really one that stood out because mm-hmm. i had a one hour sit down with uh with Gabe from Cobra Starship. Okay. And that was really kind of important to me, especially at that at that time, because Cobra Starship was, had a couple like number one singles was a really big singles and they were starting to make it big. And it was a full one hour show. And a lot of times you guys wow. know how it is with the interviews, like, especially with the bigger bands, you'll only get maybe like 10 minutes, 15 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. And he gave me a full one hour. So I felt that wow. that one was really um, important uh, as far as my career at that time. Um, the all-time low ones are always chaos. I mean, in, in like the best possible way, because those yeah. are my dudes. So I love every time all-time low's on. Like it doesn't matter who's on. We have so much fun. It's just it's just wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I just I've had I don't so many different you know but it's just some all do different things. Some of them will come on and they'll start interviewing me or play games with me or like mm-hmm. sometimes they'll show up to the studio and like bring beers and stuff and you're oh, just wow, like yeah. okay like all right guess we're drinking now you know it's party um, yeah so i mean i'm just fortunate there's it's not i've done so many that it, they all are separate like i still go back and listen to some of them and i'm like oh my god like i sounded terrible or my voice was so weird in the beginning or like just the words i would say or my demeanor or the way i would talk and sometimes use the word like like a lot or you know stutter yeah. a lot like it just takes a while to just get better at what you do but yeah. i mean obviously all time low i'm friends with sickest kids like the somerset i the somerset ones are all were always fun um i just i try to make every inter, every interview as interesting as possible sometimes that works sometimes it doesn't but I, at least i know i'm having fun when i do it so okay yeah. good <laughs> um so how did you get your job with like alt press because that's a job that people dream of yeah so yeah i mean i was always a big alternative press supporter like would subscribe to their magazines, go to like their warp tour tent all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was just that I started the gun show and there was really nothing else quite like it. And I started building it up like on the digital and the internet um, side of things. 
and then like I was interviewing all the bands and like I was doing warp tours and touring with bands and different tours and I was interviewing becoming friends with all the all the bands and stuff and um all press had hit me up a couple years ago they were like hey your guns you know you speak with everybody anyway like uh, to begin with why mm-hmm. not come out to the alt press music awards and be like our red carpet um like host as well as be the um one to introduce everybody up on stage uh you know to kind of like do the uh not the presenter but like be the voice behind it as well as like get the crowd pumped up because i love being excited yeah. obviously like mm-hmm. i love you know whether it's djing on the stage or whatever so um i just formed a relationship with all press and they were like we have um you know i told them i wanted to do more video stuff and yeah. Adobe Radio, which is what the gun shows on, obviously is all audio. But you know, I still have a digital presence, and um, I was doing a lot of video interviews. But you know, having Alt Press as an outlet to put them on, they reached out. They were like, "Why don't you work for us? Why don't you do like be our, like our NYC guy? Because every tour is going to go through New York City because it's New York City." Yeah. yeah. So they kind of reached out. We made like an agreement, and we've had some really good interviews. I've had everybody from like. The water parks ones are always great with Austin. He's mm-hmm. always my favorite. He's always a good interview too, because he's wild. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah. But yeah, the water parks one uh, ones are always good. But we've had like some forty one, the used, mm-hmm. um, all time low. Uh, but then also like Incubus came on, which yeah. was like one of like a huge fan of mine like growing up. Yeah. So that was cool. And just being able to interview like we were we were gonna do Kiss right before all this started, and like Kiss is just like these rock legends. Like I. Would I be able to get them on my own? Probably not. But with Alt Press's help, I was able to line that up. Unfortunately, it didn't happen because of the coronavirus. But yeah, yeah. So Alt Press has been nothing but great, and the series is called One on Guns. And there's actually that's actually one of my Alt Press features from like I think they put me in like four or five years ago. They yeah. did a whole uh, whole thing on me oh, uh, cool. in that one, and then I have another one over there hanging up too. Awesome. That's so features. cool. So yeah, yeah, Alt Press is cool. I mean, especially like growing up, like a lot more people. Um, bought magazines at the time and now all yeah. presses do more digital stuff in their articles. Their magazines are so awesome because I think fans love having a physical thing to like kind of hold and kind of flip through or like whatever. Um, and so, but especially growing up, like I subscribed to it and I was going to the shows that they were sponsoring and all that. So it was just about yeah. just networking and just being, yeah. you know, being cool. So. Yeah, just finally like <laughs> reaching out and yeah, it's yeah, so cool. Awesome. <laughs> So you were actually talking about how many interviews you've done, but it's been so many. How do you stay like energized if it's like the end of the day and you're doing an interview, sitting down with a band and you're always just so like full of energy. That's why like I admire you because you literally always right. snap back yeah. constantly. Yeah, how do you do that? I take naps and uh, <laughs> okay, cool. I live on naps. Uh, no, yeah. I, uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. I, I think it's because if someone's going to give me the time to interview them, then like I want to make sure I'm giving them 110%. Yeah. But also yeah. it comes down to the fact that I love music. I am a huge mm-hmm. music fan. You know, it got me through all my you know terrible times in life and, and whatnot or whenever I was down or like through high school and all that, you know, kind of being not depressed, but like whatever you want to call it, just like, you know, life sucked in high school. We mm-hmm. all hated high yeah. school times. So music was that thing that was that constant that got me through, you know, whatever thing I was going through. So being able to interview these bands that like I go out and support and go out and see on stage and yeah. I'll listen to and whether I'm getting ready to party and want to crank it up and just start, you know, a dance party or whether I'm just chilling and like just driving around and vibing or whatnot. Like yeah. it's um, I just love music that much. So when I'm able to interview and speak with these people to, to be able to like go into their brains and figure out how they wrote these songs and stuff has just been always something like I, I, um, 
I respect and look up to and everyone's got kind of their own story. So it comes, it comes down to that. I'm just, I'm just an energetic guy. Yeah. <laughs> I true. love what I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. I love what I do. I respect so. it. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad you do. Um, Thanks. Yeah. So, so what is the worst thing that has happened during an interview? Like horror stories? Um, yeah. Who I've, um, I had somebody who was an asshole to me oh. and they were a pretty big name. I won't say who it is. Okay. Because it's been a couple of years. They were an asshole to me on the air and I just hung up on them. Okay. And said, wow. fuck you. Good. I, said, I respect I said, fuck that. you, I'm out. Exactly. It was a pretty, pretty big name. Pretty big name. Like did multiple warp tours and stuff and uh, like a solo, not a solo artist, but like he, his name is like recognizable. <laughs> and it, it, I just hung up. I was like, fuck you, dude. I don't need, I don't need this bullshit. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. so I've, had that, I've had that experience. Um, I've had, you know, sometimes a lot of, sometimes bands are, you know, they're in the middle of the country and they're torn, they're exhausted. So sometimes like every interview is not going to be amazing because they're just yeah. tired or like, you know, they're dealing with something on their own. Um, so that does happen. But like, yeah, the horror stories are kind of like if you forget to hit record mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. you know, or you set up this interview and all of a sudden like their phone goes dead and like it's a big artist and you're like, yeah. I had to wait three weeks for this to happen. Like, oh, my God, what do I do? Or like if the microphone suddenly shot, like you can't hear them, like just mm -hmm. technical stuff is usually the biggest horror story. Because yeah. yeah. once I'm good with them, I know I'm going to have a good time. And if not, it's on them. It's not on me because I'm going to have a fucking blast. Yeah. So yeah. It's usually, yeah. it's, it, it's the tech problems are always in the back of your mind. Like, oh, my God, this got this has to work. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Okay. So who would you say is the biggest name, like, on your phone, in your context list? This is just huh. a question for me. Like, I'm genuinely curious about this. Uh, I have, like, because I've also worked for, like, a different couple different news networks and I've mm – -hmm. I've covered like I'm the sports and I'm the sports and entertainment reporter as well for uh, news networks throughout the years and stuff because that's what I do. I'm on air. I'm a broadcaster and personality. So I do the gun show with music, but then I also interview different celebrities and stuff. I have pretty big, um, like David Ortiz. I have his number. Mm -hmm. He's he's the wow. Boston Red Sox. Like he'll, yeah, he'll be he's on the Hall of Fame yet. I don't think he is yet, but he will be. Uh -huh. He might have mm -hmm. gotten in last year. I'm trying to think, but like I have that too. You know the. Uh, like a couple band, like you know, pretty much the bands that I mm -hmm. speak with on a, a regular basis. But like, yeah. yeah, to have like a major league baseball hall of famer, that's a pretty pretty legit name. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I used to have a like one of the uh, the chief of staff for like one of the for a major politician. Damn. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Yeah, Damn, you're making <laughs> like, all I'm, the roots. I'm, yeah, different like senators and stuff yeah. like that. Because when they would call to come on the show, it's like, or you would die out to them. So things like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> but what I do is I change the names in my phone for a lot of them. Mm -hmm. So if anybody ever gets my phone, they can't see. Like I have them in different. Oh. I like yeah. Okay. So a lot of times, like the, the, for the main yeah. for those huge people, mm -hmm. I don't have them saved. Like I, I don't have people on my phone as just like Dave so and so Ortiz. from this yeah. band. Like yeah, so yeah. I communicate with a lot. Like I don't have that just in case my phone ever goes away or something. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So yeah. Especially before all phones were kind of locked, you know, mm -hmm. like, uh, like, you know, now it's a harder. It seems to physically break in, but like, if you let your friend borrow your phone, I didn't yeah. want them to start scrolling through. So I had them in different, <laughs> different, yeah, different yeah. names and nicknames for people. I so, so I know. Yeah, almost <laughs> like coded. Yeah. Yes, totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I know you have spoken to a lot of bands, but do you have a band that like you really want to sit down with that you haven't gotten the opportunity to yet? Um. 
Yeah, I want to have Tom DeLong on from Blink-182, or from Angels and Airwaves, I should say. Yeah. Uh, because I was all, he was always my favorite member of Blink. Um, although I, I feel like I'm closer with, not closer, but better with Hoppus now because Mark is more interactive and like in the scene still or whatnot. <laughs> I'd love to talk to Tom. Uh, Jimmy World, Jim Adkins, we were supposed to do something a couple months ago. Um, and that didn't, I had to go to Scranton or something. I couldn't make it to Scranton. So, but like that shows, I was willing to go three hours just to do a 10 minute interview with the guy. You know I what I mean? That. Like, I yeah, that, yeah. To, to help out, to help out my show and help out my brand and stuff. So probably like Jimmy World would mean a lot okay. to interview that. Mm-hmm. And like Tom DeLong would be cool. Um, besides that, like, I don't really, I've interviewed everybody I kind of want to, unless it's like Paul McCartney or like Bruce Springsteen. Like that would be, yeah. cool, you know, yeah, that everything would be else, awesome. every, everybody else I can kind of, I've either already interviewed or can kind of continue to interview them if I want. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. So what music, because we're all stuck in quarantine, have you been listening to recently? Uh, I've been listening to all sorts of different stuff. I mean, like Dua Lipa I listened to because mm-hmm. when that came out a couple weeks ago, I thought that was interesting. So I was vibing to that. Um, all right. Uh, I've thrown back like some older 1975. I like the 1975 Ooh. no matter what, but I feel like they're pretty good music because some of their mm-hmm. songs are slower and like have the synths and stuff. I'm gonna listen to them, but then on other times, I'm li- obviously the new All Time Low album. I'm listening to all the time. Wake Up Sunshine. That's an all awesome right. Uh, I like the new Knuckle Puck stuff. That I've been listening to Hot Mulligan is a really good band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like their latest album uh, that came out a couple months ago. So there's, it's nothing too much has changed. It's just instead of listening in headphones, I'm kind of just blasting it out loud because you can't go outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, awesome. but uh, yeah, so I'm just, I mean, I'm listening to whatever I feel at the moment. You okay. know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, so I know you do Emo Night, right? Yes, uh, um, I do the Emo Night Brooklyn's, yeah. Uh, how, how did that happen? How were you able to get in there? That was kind of the same thing. They knew of the two guys, Alex and Ethan, knew about the gun show. And they told me, because I'm the gun show, like, I do, I used to, I used to be three hours and it was DJing music as well in between interviews. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I cut that down just because I started having like a real you know, job the next morning and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't mm-hmm. go from 9 p.m. to midnight. So I cut that yeah. down. But I was always DJing and playing songs and playing requests. And I still do that. But I, it can't go into the podcast form. It can only go into the live form because you have to yeah. now pay the royalties and stuff like that. So they had heard the gun show. I'm like, you know, three hours of DJing and playing music and requests and talking to fans and stuff. That's what it was about. And they're like, hey, we're launching this this, uh, this emo night type thing in Brooklyn. Would you be interested? And I've done every single one, I think, except like two of them. And we've, we just celebrated our five-year anniversary. That's awesome. Um, so it's wild because it started in just a small Brooklyn place that had like maybe like Although we packed it out that first time, so maybe like a hundred people. There was a line out the door, a wow. hundred people. Okay. And then now, like we've sold out Irving Plaza for a couple thousand people. We did Webster Hall in February, wow. which has Damn. a couple thousand people there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, that's one of my favorite things. I can't wait for this to be over because we do them like every four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people, you know, even my friends wouldn't come to every single one because they'd be like, "No, it's the same thing over and over." It's really not yeah. the same thing, but like yeah. it still is fun, and like you get drunk and. You hang out and you sing all your favorite songs. You meet people and whatever. Exactly. But uh, I feel like now more than ever, once the stupid quarantine coronavirus shits over, that those things are going to be amazing. Those are going to sell out. Oh yeah, I cannot wait to party and listen to music with and just jam out with so many people um, yeah. out there. It's yeah. Be awesome. Cause, yeah, because that's what like everybody's craving now, just to like be live out shows. there, yeah. mosh live shows, just everything, and that's definitely what 
yeah. Emo Night Live shows yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's going to mm-hmm. be, yeah. Um, I, I cannot wait. It's going to be so freaking cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, do you mind if we shift away from like music and what you've been doing for the last couple questions? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, awesome. So if you were on death row, what would your last meal be and why? <laughs> uh, With a drink. And a drink as well. My last drink would probably be Fireball because I dominated Fireball when it first came out. Okay. So I would definitely probably right. be Fireball. Or maybe like, like chocolate milk. Okay. All right. <laughs> two different sides of the spectrum. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Two different so maybe, things, maybe yeah. like fireball and just be like, oh, screw it. Like my yeah. last alcohol, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. What chocolate if you milk, which it? is, yeah, chocolate milk, which is just so delicious. What uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. uh, food wise, I love cotton candy ice cream. A lot of people don't like cotton candy ice cream. It's my favorite, it's my favorite ice cream mm-hmm. flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that or like, I love like the like Boston chicken or Boston market like mashed Ooh. potatoes. Those are yeah. so delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe something from there okay. would be really good. All right, that's solid. <laughs> that's yeah. a good. That's a good one. All right. So if you could live in any like fictional world for a week, where would you live? Uh, you mean like historic or like fi- fictional like like animated like Mar- TV show, Marvel comics type stuff? Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge Marvel guy. I like Star Wars. I dig Star. I'm a huge. I'm a big Star Wars guy. So probably something okay. Star Wars related. Uh, right. Although that's definitely scary times because I don't think anything good's ever happening to the good <laughs> yeah, people in Star Wars. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. That, it feels like they're always dealing with something or always on the run. So that probably exactly. wouldn't be best. But I am a huge Star Wars. I'm not into too much fiction stuff. I don't think like, or I just don't even remember. Um, okay. I mean, it is I only mean, a week, so. Exactly. I think you could if get you can out survive alive. a week. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. If I could do Star Wars, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That could be, yeah. I think Star Wars would be sick. Star Wars right. would be cool, yeah. Um, so <laughs> this is the last question. Some say it's the most yeah. important. Uh, what's your favorite color? Orange. Orange. No orange. Okay. All right. Orange. Like a burnt orange, like a neon. No, what, what like, are, what are I love all, kind of all orange, but more so not like, um, more like the brighter type orange, okay. like okay. Cool, like kind of I guess like maybe like a neon type orange, it's like a highlighter type orange. Maybe yeah, a yeah, yeah. Dark, maybe a little darker than that, but not like, yeah, not yeah. But orange is my favorite. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I I used to wear orange stuff like in school. I would always have like be the kid with the orange mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd have like or- different orange jackets or what or sweatshirts. Like I was a big orange guy for sure. Yeah, yeah it's definitely my favorite. No, I no hesitation right there. I knew exactly yeah, what exactly. I knew it right. Orange. Yeah. Like you were yeah. born yeah. to answer that question. Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah. so that's all the questions we have. Is there anything you want to plug? Yeah, no. Shout out to uh, you guys. This is very cool. Uh, glad you guys started this out. I mean, you, everyone's got to start somewhere and. Um, you know, awesome stuff going on there, and I'm excited for you guys and what lies ahead. Thank you. you guys already have you know good following, getting some good bands on as well, so that's awesome. Thank you, Thank you so much. Uh, everybody out there can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. It's the Gun Show. It's guns with a Z because it's my last name. The Gun Show, and then just make sure to go to iTunes. Here's what I want people to do: go to iTunes because for some reason I have a, a shit ton of listeners, but nobody's either leading leaving ratings. I like have a five star rating, but I don't have a, a lot of ratings uh-huh. or reviews. Well, you write a review, people. Come on. I don't understand why I can't get people to write stuff because we're all lazy. That's the problem. So if yeah. you go to iTunes or Spotify, just type in The Gun Show, subscribe, and just hit 
five stars and write a review. So it could be two sentences or a sentence. Guns is awesome. Boom. <laughs> Guns review. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. That's that's what I need to tell people to do because for some reason I, for some reason I don't know what it is. Something I don't know. Probably because I don't I don't tell my friends to do it. Like I know yeah. it's funny because friends will come up to me and be like, "Hey man, can you rate my podcast?" Like, "Yeah, sure, you whatever." Five mm-hmm. stars, great. But I don't really do it back to a lot of people. I'm sure if I really yeah. networked out and told all my followers to do it, it would. But I, I don't really tell people to because I'm just like, whatever. They listen, people are going to like it. Yeah. So, yeah. That um, means the gun show. Follow me on all the socials and all that. So, yeah. Should be yeah, awesome. Cool. So uh, thanks for down with us. Uh, this was the gun show and uh, we're the Good Noise Podcast.